Dila Ikonkani, Her Majesty the Queen, is on the Haufa with Sheila O. Please make sure you stay tuned in. Yo, what's the deal? It's Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. The homeboy T Pain right here. Hey, Stanley, aka the Hot Girl Culture. Hey, yo, this is Sean Pauly Girls and Move Around. Telling y'all, make sure you tune into Haufa. Oh, girl. Host. Sheila, Sheila O, baby. Sheila o, baby. We love you. Whoa. Can't wait to see you. Sheila O. That's where White Clevjean feels home. Lord knows. Hey, Sheila, what's good? Checking in, it's your girl Sheila O. How far? What's up? Well, Guan, how you all doing? Hope you all keeping safe. My guest today is a well-celebrated South African musical superstar who continues to command the attention of the world. She's known for electric performances on every single stage. Most important, she's a poet. First and foremost, in 2011, with the guidance of South Africa's Osquito, Boosie recorded My Name, produced by DJ Zintley. She was also the co-writer in this song. The success of the track led to Boosie performing in countries such as Namibia, Zimbabwe, Angola, just to name a few. 2013, she released the single Ngoku on iTunes and later on on YouTube as well. The jam gained popularity, it topped the charts, it became one of the biggest dance songs, you know, out there at that time. Besides creating poetry and award-winning albums, my girl Boosie facilitates children's workshops. She guides and assists children to appreciate the importance of visual arts and poetry. In 2019, superstar music idol Beyonce, you know that's my personal girl, revealed the list of the 40 tracks in her latest Beyonce album, The Lion King, The Gift. The album features a very powerful collaboration with Queen B and a feature from my girl Busiswa. The track's called My Power, a very empowering song. Like I always say, that's the dance track for any fitness US gym. Once you're in the gym and you're not cycling hard, once that power comes on, girl, you better stop popping hard. Today, we now have the opportunity to find out if this South African diva queen is now a Malian. Because she has a top charting controversial power tune with Naira Mali, titled I'm Coming. And it's not the I'm Coming you all think about, okay? It's not what we regular folks be thinking. But let's just chop it with her. Busiswa, a.k.a. Busi, a.k.a. Queen of Kwaito. How far now? How, How far now? We did call me. <laughs> She's yeah. like, oh, what's good? It's all I'm nice good, to I'm you. good, Queen. I'm good. You have been so busy. I'm going to jump straight into it. You've been so busy. You've been setting and reaching goals. You know, getting your song, uh, the song you featured in, Gobisco, featured in blockbuster movies like Black Panther, Chipmunks. You're a young mom, a young, beautiful mom. What's been the highlight of your career? I'm just going sinking you straight down. Highlight of your career. Oh man, it's a it's a tough one. Um, I think, you know, working with Naira Mali so organically on a song that has become number one has been like absolutely amazing. Um, it's been interesting to watch his process. But of course, you know, um, being on the My Power music video, um, that Beyonce directed herself is really unforgettable. I mean, it is the kind of experience that you don't leave from the same. You know, you have to be different after that experience. And it was everything you can imagine it to be and more. 
I can imagine. You were raised by your grandma. I was raised by my grandma as well. You know, so we're special, those of us raised by grandmas, you know. But you also became a poet. Um, you developed a love for reading and writing from a very young age. And now you're an established artist. Can you say the uniqueness of being a poet um, has credits to the way you're lyrically sound right now today and why you are different in South Africa? Because you are different. Look, definitely. Um, I think um, being uh, articulate is very important. Um, being literate is a, a gift and a, a privilege sometimes in Africa. So I don't take for granted the fact that um, learning stanzas and onomatopoeia and metaphors and similes uh, definitely seeps into every single song I do. I mean, if you listen to a song like Bado Moya, and you might not know this, Sheila O, but let me tell you, um, in my vernacular language, Bado Moya has maybe four different meanings. Um, so maybe you're familiar with the song. It goes, um, yeah. Yeah. But so, yes, so that word alone, for example, Banomoya has like a lot of different meanings in my head. Even as I sing it, it means, um, they have the spirit. Spirit is Omoya. The, the, the wind is Omoya. So, you know, when people walk into a room and it feels like a personal wind is blowing, um, it means energy. Omoya is also your energy. How much energy do you have? So I'm thinking about women and the energy that they, they, they bring into a room. But Omoya also means gas. You know, and <laughs> so, you know, you got gas, like you, 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 you gassed up, but also when you have gas and you need to like, like, um, fart or something like that. <laughs> but so all of these layers are, I, I, I'm able to achieve that in my music because of, um, the poetry background. I wouldn't otherwise be able to articulate myself so widely if I didn't read as much. House music has its heart in Chicago. Um, Chicago is yes. obviously where Afro Zones is based. We are the only Afro beach show that's nationally syndicated in the US of A's period. And uh, we, we, we don't take that for granted. We always give God the glory because it puts us in a position to be able to position Afro beat among piano music and be in the forefront. It's the only national syndicated show in the States. So Chicago believes that house originates from them, but South Africa, believes that house originates from them so where <laughs> so where do you think house originates from and also why what made you dabble into house music because being a poet you just went into music so why choose house so answer the first one where's house origins from and why house music for Busiswa? look house music is south african and i'm familiar with chicago house chicago house is iconic you know, it is classic, it is timeless, um, it is full of soul, and it's from a good place. But South African, <laughs> South African house music, and I mean with pop music that came through in the 80s all over the world, um, South African um, producers and DJs started to play around with the tempos, and that's where house music originated from. So... Um, you know, I, I give you credit. You have an amazing house music scene over there, but the original, you, and you know, and I say that also because you can see the rate at which house music develops and changes, 
um, in South Africa. There's no other place in the world where you see the kind of dedication to house music, to dance music in general, as you will see it in South Africa. So Afro house um, is, is a variation of the original house music that originated in the 80s and um, the 70s. And, um, you know, later on, Kwaito developed from house music. Later on, Gom developed. It's a subgenre of house music. Later on, Amapiano is taking over the world. And that too is a subgenre of house music. So there is nobody flipping the script when it comes to house music, the way South Africans are. We love house music and we live and we live house music. For me personally, you know, um, I met two gentlemen producers, Sabubs and DJ Clap. They were with Uhuru and they asked me if I want to try my poetry on some house songs. And um, when we decided to do that, it worked out so well for us that we were like, there's no going back. This is it. Like, this is where I belong. I belong on the stage, um, dancing and chanting. You know, I, th there's no better dream for me. How difficult is it for you as a female uh, in the music industry, you know, in the music industry at large and in SA? Because um, there's, there's, there's few of you, there's very few of you though, Bus Busiswa, you know. So what how do difficult? you mean? What do you mean there's few I mean, of us? Where, <laughs> no, no, no. When I was younger, I knew Label, Label Matosa. I don't know if you know her. Yes. I was pretty. You didn't know Brenda Fassi? Of course I knew Brenda Fassi. Brenda Fassi is the queen. You know, Chaka but Chaka. I'm just talking about. I knew Yvonne Chaka Chaka. Yvonne Chaka Chica is the queen queen. I mean, we can go <laughs> on. I get where you're coming from. But let me explain where I'm coming from. It's, it's a male dominated industry, the entertainment yes. industry, you know, really male dominated. So I feel like women have more pressure you know, sexual pressure, issues, you know, you, you a, a regular going to the studio for you, for example, Busiswa, you just want to go there and be lyrically correct, but you don't know what challenges you're going to face there as a female, that guys don't have to face. So I just want to know what those challenges have been for you and how you've overcome them because they are there. They are there for the yes, female. Yes, yes. Um, I will highlight a few. Um, when I was pregnant with my son, for example, um, I had four songs on high rotation in Africa, but I couldn't do a single show. That is a challenge that no man will ever truly understand. A man can have 10 children and their career can be seamless about it. It does not affect, you know, how many children you have does not affect how your career is going. And being nurturers um, in our nature, um, you want... Uh, you want your family to feel like uh, they have you fully, you know, when you're at home and you're a mother and you lose all the, you know, you lose the persona, you know. So if I'm out there twerking on stage, um, I'm not at home twerking. Please believe. <laughs> Please believe that. <laughs> I'm making some cereal. Yeah, I'm changing some nappies. I'm doing the school drive in the morning, and you know, and and then and then men will keep them out at home. Exactly, and no, and and no, no man really um, can be understanding of that lifestyle the way the way that it it is for a woman. Um, I think a second thing um, that I always um, preach even to the, the guys that I work with a lot of the time, it is very um rare that you find that the 
the studio is a safe space for a young girl because the producers are males the engineers are males the studio owners the the people the the hype men the people just sitting on the side everybody's a guy so i find myself in in many studios where it's like 10 guys at a time and you are just here to do what you got to do and um a lot of the are not concerned with creating safe spaces for women and so um they will comment about your 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 uh, 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 is this official comments about your your bum are appropriate um yes. they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll yeah. think that um and 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 you know they'll think touching is appropriate um most of the time studios are in people's homes and so you find you're in the studio but there's a bed right behind you and you have to record with this maid that's not a healthy environment for any young girl and a lot of young girls don't persist in the music industry um because of that and um because it's become a constantly unsafe space even going to shows is a tough exercise because when you're starting out you can't afford the good security um you can't afford to have um you know different individuals playing different roles you just want to get on the stage and do your thing but you don't always know if you're going to be safe after the show and this is an important point uh, for me because I live in a country with one of the highest femicide rates and one of the highest rape rates in the world. Mm. And it is important for me that every time that I get on a platform like yours and speak about anything, I have to remind um girls that you literally do not have to do anything you don't want to do at any point. Your talent will always speak for you and where you feel unsafe or unwelcome, you have to leave. Otherwise, you literally put your life at risk. And men don't often have that difficulty where going to studio is a life threatening situation so if you see where i am now for example i'm in my own studio majesty music and i'm literally just inviting women <laughs> you know and yeah. like unless we don't need a guy in the studio we don't got to have no, no, no you know what i mean majesty the only guy yeah exactly the only guys who should be here is guys who absolutely have to be there um but outside of that everyone who comes into my studio knows that if you are inappropriate even slightly oh please we are ready to dismiss you we are ready to say goodbye because the the least i can do is try to create a safe space for women and, and upcoming artists who want to um, be able to record put their talent on a demo um or on a on a record without feeling the pressure um to do anything other than represent themselves and their voice you know that's another you know challenge that has been faced but i think also thirdly i can safely say um as another challenge um i'm pretty sure that um male artists on the same rating scale as me are probably paying more than me yeah so even though as women we have to put makeup on have that the, the, the greatest styling do your hair maintain an image because you also want to come across presentable um but men can just show up in like a two piece that did us check suit and and rock the show and it's over but i can almost guarantee you that all the men on my level are probably getting paid more than me let's talk about the lion king okay 
you had that call, the call to feature in The Lion King, the gift. That must, that must be a story, you know. After all, it's Queen Bee, you know. <laughs> Queen Bee, the mother of the beehives. Can you share that experience with us, you know, the feature you had with this track, uh, My Power? So, uh, interestingly enough, I got the, the, the call off of social media. Wow. And, <laughs> you know, someone reached out and said, we're trying to reach you for this project. Are you interested? Um, however, you know, our deadlines are tight. And the first thing is the, the non-disclosure. And we need to trust that you can be a part. I was like, uh, let's do it now. You see right now, right now. Yeah, now, not tomorrow, not send it now. <laughs> Actually, I'm in studio, send it now. <laughs> so, um, I sent a couple of verses, you know, some in English, some in Tosa, my home language, some in Zulu, which is also vernacular here in SA. Um, and they chose uh, that one, which is like a mix of Tosa and Zulu. Mm -hmm. And I was so proud because I felt like I would be introduced to people or rather to so many new people um, as myself in my home language, representing my country, representing my heritage, representing my people. And I couldn't have been more pleased with the way that was happening. And also it was a gom beat and gom is like a South African um, um, sound. It's a South African original sound. And so it was such a pleasure to be, to be on such a big platform, which is sharing a platform with Queen Bee um as authentic as original as myself as possible and even shooting the music video we had the opportunity to meet her and the grace the poise the intellect um you know that she ran the set with is something i can never forget because here is someone who is at the top of her game who is the finest performer of our time um taking time out to to let us shine let us come through you know when it's because there's like maybe five or six of us on the song and it's like you're only gonna appear for about 40 seconds here you know <laughs> but you have an opportunity to make that 40 seconds yeah. work and this is an opportunity that she doesn't have to extend um, but she also taught me something about being inspired by people who feel like you know they are not as big as you um and you can draw inspiration um from everyone around you you can be respectful and graceful and still be a boss lady Hey, what's up? It's me, your girl, Miss London Taylor, and I am a model, brand ambassador, fitness model, just an all-around dope chick. And I have a question for my girl, Sheila O. Sheila, now, I know that you are from Africa, and I've never been, though I want to go. Please tell me, is the African women, do they have, like, secret curses and ways to keep a man? Now, Sheila, you tell me you're going to keep it real, so keep it real. Hey London Taylor, yes, love the question. First of all, love the look, love the hair, love the glasses. You are indeed a model. Queen, you are looking hot. I'm like, okay, what was that question again? Uh, okay, 
You talked about secret curses that maybe African women have secret curses to keep a man. I don't know about that, girl. I don't know about that. Honestly, I don't. First, yes, I'm African royalty, okay? And so are you, you know. But uh, let me tell you how I keep my man, all right? First and foremost, I make sure, okay, that I can complete him. All right, I'm there to fill in the gaps. I make sure that he always realizes what he has at home. I make sure that he also appreciates the value, okay, of family, knowing that his immediate family should be his priority, right? And I I do what I got to do as a woman. Yeah, I'm a boss chick. Yes, I'm, you know, to God be the glory, I, I, I have a very successful job. You know, I've been doing things since I was a kid, you know. But at the same time, I still play that role of wifey, girlfriend, babe. You know, I still do all those nice things I should do to keep him busy and occupied. You know, I do all those things. And um, God, <laughs> I know you're going to be like, she'll be running to God every time. Yes. I be running to God every time because as much as there's good in this world, there is also evil. All right. So yes, I put God first in everything I do. And also I try to put God in our relationship because I have the saying, if you're not going to fear me, okay, because <laughs> I'm only human, but you're going to fear God. So you're going to know that God don't like ugly. So when you're about to do something real stupid, you go think about God and the repercussions because <sighs> frankly, I'm not really the forgiving type. So I try to live by these rules. I wouldn't do to you what I wouldn't want you to do to me. So I try to treat people, you know, the way I want them to treat me. And that's putting love into everything. I give nice gifts, you know, I'm always around. I try to get involved in his personal stuff, work-wise. I try to be his best mate. I try to, you know, hang out with him. I'm a bit of a tomboy. So I try to do some boy things with him as well. And I just keep that sex going too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it ain't about no secret curses, girl. It's just about being confident in who you are. And trust me, when you have that confidence, you assume that confidence, that guy's going to stay. And if he goes, bye. That means he wasn't meant to be yours. All right? I hope that works, Miss London Taylor. Thank you so much for that dope question. Girl, you should tell me how to get my hair that short. <laughs> Yo, what's good out the world? It's your man, Shondell, Mayor of Chicago Radio. Sunday night, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Power 92 in Chicago slash Northwest Indiana. This is my, this is my brother right here, man, my co-host. My brother right here, Real TTV. You know what I'm saying? Also radio personality, actor, uh, man, ambassador. Also, uh, Fashion, class, credit, yes. specialist. Yes. You know, uh, All like, that. like we say, we, we really, uh, the platform, the foundation, yeah. we opening the doors. Yeah, that's what we do, man. But we got a question for Sheila O. It's all about Sheila O. Afrozones. Yeah. Sheila O, we love you. But this is what we want to ask. You know what I'm saying? Please. Um, this is the question for both of us. I basically, you know, now <laughs> I love deep dish pizza. You know what I'm saying? I, I know you love I like tacos my roast and gandules, yeah. my rice and beans, right. my tacos. Right. You know? <laughs> so we thinking about coming to Africa. We just want to know. What do you plan on taking us to eat at? That's what I want to know. What's we the know. What's the first like place what, to eat at? Like when you go to Africa, right. where's the first stop? Right. To get your grub on. That, that's all I want to know, man. I want to know if they deep dish pizza rocking with. Do they even have deep dish pizza? That's a good I just, question. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I wonder if that's even exists over there. So we just need to know. So get out of Sheila O. We need to know. Maybe it's just barbecue. It's just barbecue. I don't know. I'm going to eat that too. Let so let's know. get it. <laughs> Absolutely.
Hey Shondell, hey Realty, what's up Raw Radio family and thank you so much for your question. So let's get straight to it. When you get to Africa, what's the first place you go to to get a great meal? Alright, first of all, we all know that Africa is a massive continent with tons of countries in it, alright? But one thing we have in common is our food is quite similar, alright? It's the same rice, the same beans, the same potatoes, the same plantains, the same oats, the same everything. All right. The only difference is maybe we have more flavor <laughs> and maybe it's more spicy. Okay. And no paprika. Let me sound like Black Panther himself. Right. Um, the food is great. The food is awesome. So anywhere you go will be perfect. All right. So you pick a country and you go out there and you try the food out. The best thing to do is any meal you're used to eating already, like say you like rice and beans and stuff, then go out there and ask for the same thing. All right. If it's put, if it's uh, potatoes, if it's pizza, just go out there and ask for the same thing. I promise you taste is the same. All right. If no better. But one thing I do know though is the food out there is organic, okay? It's not processed food. So you're eating healthy. So no matter what it is you choose, you know that it is pure and right from the ground. Okay? No processed food out there. Alright, so yes. Go out there and just have a ball. Pick any meal you like. Alright? Thank you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Sheila O. How you all doing? Hope you all keeping safe. I have a new segment on my show, How Far With Sheila O, where you get to ask me any questions unfiltered. Whatever it is, I got the right answer for you. I'm gonna pick lucky winners, okay? Who actually send me videos, okay, on landscape, asking me questions and the questions and my answer is gonna be on the How Far show in over 44 countries in Africa, also on YouTube and also on social media. So please send me the videos and you can actually DM it to me. Thank you. She had some backlash. I don't know if you're aware. She had some backlash for uh, the gift. People said she was taking advantage of our heritage. People said um, she was jumping on the bandwagon of Amampiano, um, um, Afro beats, you know, Kwaitoa, basically all our sounds. And um, she had some backlash. You know, for someone who was a part of the project, do you think that's fair? Do you think, do you think, um, do you think the backlash was warranted or you think it's something that um, it played a role to the growth or to the exposure of our music in Africa? Something has to be said, um, you know, about the African pride, you know, um, so to speak. And, and being proud to be African is not, um, is not a bad thing. It's not something that um, you, it, it's not something to be like pushed aside. But if you are that proud to be African, right? How can you have a dislike for all of our vast cultures, heritage, sound um, being put on a platform that otherwise no one single artist, no one single African artist can put that much shine on the beauty and the, the, the majesty of Africa. 
there is no one african artist who can do that it was also you know her, her lowest selling album because there's an understanding gap that is not there but it has started a journey and not to say it's the beginning we have angelique kijo lady smith black mambazo fela kuti global icons who've, who've won grammys and represented us in different ways but this is just another you know representation and for me um the most important thing was she did not go and try to sound like yemi alade try to sound like she was she went and fetched yeah you, you understand yeah the 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 we so she went and fetched that person to come and represent themselves yeah. on a shared platform um i can almost guarantee you that and i have no information you know disclaimer mm-hmm. i have no information but <laughs> i can almost guarantee you there is at least 500 songs waiting in a vault somewhere for that she can record and release yes. or has recorded you, you know what i mean like it, 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 it is not it is not uh, it, it was not an obligation on her part and um even with you know sharing this platform and she invited us to celebrate ourselves with her while she celebrates her own heritage because african american let's start on that boozy the track i'm coming you know i have to ask you that question right the track i'm coming with naira mali babe my friend my sister please <laughs> is there a radio version of that track for me because I'll be beeping boop, 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 all over the place <laughs> like a club track. Is it a social media track or, or is it, please, is it a radio version of that track? First and foremost, of I'm Coming. It's a track for the streets. You want to hear it? Go to the streets. <laughs> you know what? I love um, that. I love so- that. <laughs> I mean I, we did do we did do a couple of recordings with Naira Mali and I'm sure that there will be more collaboration from us that will come out um but that's the one he was just like you know I'm releasing this one and I'm doing this right now okay, okay. and um there's a lot to be said about like you know pop culture and how it's consumed you know in Africa but also internationally how we consume international eggs because we can have wet as pussy but we can't have coming on the radio you know <laughs> so i mean it's a lot to be said about but also there's just topics that are just relatable and naira mali is the kind of person who's like a tell it like it is kind of person and i think that that track has proved there's room for that kind of expression as well uh-